evening. Started in last week in the Shea. Um, to look a little bit at the concept of Asmachta. The concept of Asmachta is a very complicated one in, in Rishonim, at all, um, especially as many different shitters in Rishonim and Shulchanach as well. It's not so clear, but we're going to first be starting in a very uh, uh, um, soft entry into in the Sugya, and we'll see how, how, how much will actually go into the Sugya. In the context that we began as a Shaila, it was asked in a way that probably many of us in the Bechal thought would be relevant to the Shaila, which is if people enter into a Goiro, into a, a raffle lottery type situation, is there a problem with Asmachta in such a situation at all? And we learned that the, the, we began the Shua of Rav Shvitz, where he brought the Machlikas in the Gwaran Sanhedrin Dachov Dalgan base where Ram Machom and Shimon argued what the reason is why a Masachit Pukuvya, some of you plays dice or races pigeons, is postulated. Do we say the reason is because of Asmachta, um, in which case we'll be applying Asmachta quite broadly, or do we say no, case of scenario of, 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 of uh, dice, etc., it's not a problem asmachta. Why is it not a problem asmachta? Because the problem asmachta is solely in a scenario where it's biyodei. Where something is biyodei, where it's within your control, then one can say that you felt that, uh, you know, I made this commitment, for example, to pay this penalty, to pay this fine, if such and such a thing happens, because I felt very confident that such a thing would never happen. So I never really intended to actually pay the penalty. You thought that you're worried I'm going to do it I knew you don't need to be worried or thought you don't need to be worried so I was prepared to make a commitment but it's not something I ever really had in mind I'm ever going to have to pay that's when you can have a scenario of Asmachta but Masaki Bukhubi is a scenario that's completely out of my control right, I'm going to throw the dice you're going to throw the dice it's completely up to luck and in such a case a person according to Shimon holds a no in such a case that's not Asmachta a person is prepared to take the odds a person is prepared to take the risk or the punt as we call it in England, and uh, there's no problem with that whatsoever. The trouble is that um, we saw that there's in fact, how to pass him, and the Rambam passes, like Romy Bachon, that, that yes, there's a problem with Asmachta um, in the case of Masachat Bekuvi. Shimon learns the problem with Masachat Bekuvi is only <coughs> if a person makes, let me just make sure I got it right way around, only if a person, yeah, Shimon learns only, it's only problem with Masachat Bekuvi if a person makes their Ikapanosu. And being Masachat and that's a Hashkafa problem, which we're not going to go into now. It might be worth going into at some stage because we need to understand exactly what the Hashkafa problem is to be able to therefore apply it in modern day scenarios. There are many people who make their uh, panosa on trading on foreign exchange or on, on, on speculating on, 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 on you know the markets, etc., etc. At what stage is that similar or different? There, there's a certain amount of uh, knowledge that a person possibly brings to the business, right? One would hope that people who are speculating on the markets or currencies have done a little bit of homework and a little bit of uh, investig- investigation to try to ascertain what's going to happen or what they think is going to happen, which will already be a little bit more than the Sakabakubi, which is literally a roll of the dice, which you, we're not talking about how you roll it, right? We're not talking about loaded dice. Uh, you know, it, it's got completely lack of the draw. So that, that we need to understand exactly what the Ashkova problem is, 
and where might it apply but we're not, we're not getting involved in that today we look on the contrary on the other side the side of Asmachta and that seems to be Machlechus in the Shulchan however in base here in the Tshuva we explain that there's a difference even according to the Tzad that there's a problem with Asmachta that is only if you haven't handed over the money if you've handed over the money already to the other party then there's a certain degree that, that, that uh, you're prepared to, to, to realize that you might not get it back. In other words, if something's up to whether you do it or whether you don't do it, and in your mind you're thinking, etc., or whatever different case of scenario where a person doesn't intend, doesn't intend, but once you've actually physically given over the money, and you know you've given instructions that if this and this happens, you're not getting it back, that's already a whole different mindset. Then there's a certain, uh, it's far more intent on behalf of the person handing over the money, there's far more community staff that he knows you know, he's saying goodbye to that money unless something happens out of his control for example, if the other party doesn't, uh, you know, fulfill their obligations in a contract that really would be something else so the example which you saw there is the, an example of Avoni Yochan where we say that in a scenario where I'm coming, let's say in a modern day scenario, although we're not yet ready to go to modern day applications with legal contracts, etc, etc we're not there yet in a scenario where, for example I'm purchasing a property from you and I've already exchanged on the property and the nature of exchange is I put down a deposit and in the contract it says if I don't fulfill my obligation to complete then I will lose my deposit right now that's so far is Maisa B'chal Yom what's not Maisa B'chal Yom is the, the Rambam adds in a different in a different scenario where we say the flip is true as well that if the vendor backs out, so just like I'm putting down 10% as my deposit, if the vendor backs out, not only does he have to re- return my 10%, he's got to match it with his own penalty, which on the surface sounds very fair, the same way as if the purchaser uh, has to lose 10% if he doesn't honor his word, why should it be a smaller class on, or why shouldn't it be a class, why should it be a smaller class on the, on the vendor? Sorry? It's a miracle. Yeah, it's a miracle. Again, have you ever seen it on, on a property uh, transaction? It's highly irregular. It's highly irregular. But, uh, but again, and then in we find that, that, that there's a, a different scenario because over there in such a situation, you can't compare the two. The purchaser is handing over the deposit. Uh, um, at least in the, in the case of Gwan and Shulchanar, it would be handing over to the, third, to the other person. You literally hand over the money and say, I forfeit my deposit if I don't complete. In such a case, there's proper dust. Masha and Cain, the vendor hasn't handed over any monies at all. And w- the vendor is saying, if I don't honor my, my, my commitment, then I'll pay you for my pocket. Paying for my pocket on something which is beyond is something which is already definitely comes under the possibility of Asmach. Then that's up to the actual truth. Um, you mean inside the knowledge? No, 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 because you can say, I know that if it's going to get work with my money, but I don't expect it to happen. If you lay your question with that Camaro Stars and not whether there really is a proper transaction, you just kind of expect it to, isn't it? I don't know it could happen. Okay. Um, there's a, there's a, I don't, we're not necessarily saying by, by a smaster when it's Biyodi that there's no sound that the person has any intent of giving it over. We're saying there's a there's a possibility there's a possibility that the person does not suck a mean uh, to actually lose it. He, he thinks it's not going to happen, and that's uh, the only reason he made the commitment is because he thinks it's not going to happen. Uh, 
he knows the odds, but he is convinced that the odds is not going to happen like that. Right, he's wrong. The master is a question of knowledge or expectation. You're saying if a person would expect, or if it's expected to happen, we know it in. Uh Let me ask you a question. Why is if we say that, and, and this, I, I'm asking a question which we do not yet know the answer based on what we've seen, right? So you're not expected to know the answer. If I tell you I'm going to have a, a wager with you if it's going to rain tomorrow or not, right? That's not beyondy. Right? I'm going on record. Not beyondy, right? Uh, uh, but, but. But I might know that there's certain indicators pointing in that direction. There might have even been a weather forecast, which the halal is not an indication, right? Uh, but, but you know, there, there might be certain things. I've looked at satellite imagery. You know, I think this is what's going to happen. But it's not biyazi. But I might be 100% batuah based on the information I've seen. So again, and then something changes. I, I, I didn't takamin it. At the moment, we're keeping it very simple. The 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 Maharikis is regarding specifically Mesachipikuvia, where it is not in my control at all. So nothing to do with me. It's not in control. I do not know the answer. In such a case, Stewie says the Pamasmatana. That's all we said. You're asking the grey area, right? Either one where I think it's in my control, or one where I think I know the outcome of the answer, even if it's not in my control, or one where I don't know the outcome of the answer, but I think I know the outcome of what's more likely. Right? How how great does it have to be for us to say no, no, that's okay? Then we have a separate shaila, have a shaila which we might get to today, or in the next year, which is uh, I'm kind of jumping a lot of the sugyavas machta, and and I'm going to a crunch of modern day application, because I haven't yet decided how much we're going to go through vasmachta. But the shaila is when a person has a legal contract, and in the legal contract they've committed to penalties etc etc we're not talking about now we're not talking about angles let's say that's all been worked out there's no rivers angle um, what does that do the fact that it's been structured in a, in a legally binding contract does that in any way make the obligation and the commitment stronger than it would otherwise have been or do we say in the end of the day it's a contract between two years and in short enough it says it's a smarter so it's a smarter right for example, wherever you find a similar concept, you can have, not the same, definitely not the same, but you can have uh, an agreement between two parties where they have a legally binding document where one party is prepared to pay interest, and even though it's a legally binding document, if you go to Besan, they will, Besan will say, I'm sorry, you're not allowed to pay interest. Now, why is that not the same at all? Because there, that's the problem of ISSA. Right? It's the problem of ISSA. Even though both parties 100% committed with genuine DAS, etc., etc., doesn't matter, it's also you can't take the interest. Here you are asking a different question. You ask the question, is there genuine intent on both parties' behalf? And the question is, if in a scenario like this normally the Gemara, Shulchanarach, etc. says, no there isn't, one of them has made a commitment he doesn't mean to honor, he just doesn't think it's going to happen, is there more intent and more of a commitment if the same, exactly the same declarations are done in a contract that will be legally enforceable? Well, what would you say to that child? Okay. As much as it's in your mind, you never thought it happened, but you, you know, you've been through the contract, the law is read it to you, it's quite clean what it all says in there, and you sign it. 
Okay, is everyone Muslim that Malik? Yeah. The Gemara is going into my mind and saying at the time I made the commitment, I made the commitment because I didn't think that's going to happen. There's big shyness in the Gemara whether we say that that owner's part as a person from a, a situation. Um, in what situations the Gemara gets in discusses a case where a person says, "This is a get unless I get back, cross back over the river by a certain time, and then he's unable to cross over for forces that aren't his." Does owner's factor in? Does it not factor in? No, that's a big circuit. It's not a one I know. But, th- but that's not the question here. No, but it's... Uh, it's uh, it could be, it could come in. It yeah. could come in, yeah. L- let me ask a question, Yossi Azay. When three didn't sign a contract, now, this, this, this question actually rather should be um, phrased as a statement rather than a question. Uh, the statement is, nine times out of ten, in my experience, when three didn't sign a contract, they will not realize that the last clause or second last clause are over the Issa Arkois. Are over the Issa Arkois. Time and time and time and time and time and time again. Any contract written up by any lawyer or downloaded off any website or whatever it is, the last two clauses of a contract will be two things, and let's make sure we make a distinction between them. One is that the courts of England have a sole jurisdiction <coughs> over the contract. And the second is it to be tried according to English law. It can be in either order. But those two points will always be there if they're unless they're being taken out. Even if you're dealing with a very firm party, or whatever it is, they didn't draft it, their lawyers drafted it, or whatever it is, or they downloaded it, they didn't realize it, etc. Let me distinguish again, we've done this a few times before, distinguish, distinguish again between those two points. There's nothing wrong with having a contract where you're saying this is to be governed according to the terms uh, and conditions of English law. Not a problem. That's the point which you said before, called Nash of Mowen, the third party sign up to those conditions. It's the equivalent if they would have spelled out all the ramifications of the law in the contract and said we're signing up to this. Right? That's not a problem. But to give a sole jurisdiction to the courts of England is a problem. Right? So now, let's assume for the discussion now that we're dealing with that uh, 10%. I'm being very kind saying it's 10%. 10% of people who don't have those clauses at the end of their contract. So it's a legal contract. It hasn't given sole jurisdiction to a court of law. So it's a contract which actually is muta al piyalacha. Rare breed. In that contract, would you... Now, you know what? Let's take out both clauses. Why do you have to take out both clauses? Because if you have in the other clause, which is muta al to have in, which is that this contract is to be governed by English law, then if English law says there's no problem with Asmachta, then that... It depends, because that could constitute a Kenyan on the Asmachta. And Kenyanim on Asmachta can already be different. If a person does a Kenyan to reinforce and rubber stamp the Asmachta, solely for the Asmachta, that could be more. Never that, that could already be a separate Shaila. So let's take out both of those clauses. Which you can... Well, you'll normally not have those clauses present if you're dealing with the back of an envelope but that's not really called a contract but whatever um, but let's say both those clauses wouldn't be there right so would you still say 
Now, since it is a legally enforceable contract, signed between the parties or whatever, it might be a question of jurisdiction, but, you know, um, would you still say at the end of the day, there's no problem asmachta? And the point I'm getting to is, where is this contract meant to be tried, al Right. So the fact that it's enforceable in court, if it is, let's say it is. My point was that once you put something in writing, that seems to me they also have more gamir status. Okay, so then you're you're making a very big statement. You're saying any star won't have a problem with smart. I thought I thought it meant a, a legally enforceable shtar. No, I mean it's a contract. I mean a shtar. So there's no problem after uh, ever in a shtar, only if it's something which is done a uh, verbal agreement. And it feels like that there's more than a shtar. I'm not. No, uh, I'm not. I'm not arguing with you. Listen, I've already told you that that when there's a kinyan, that does something more to to make yeah. community shtar. So you're saying the shtar itself could be a kinyan. How do you distinguish between a contract and legally enforceable? Because because a, a contract could be legally enforceable even if it doesn't say the courts are going to have sole jurisdiction. I'm sorry, but I think what you're saying each side takes on a lawyer to. Let's say you haven't got a lawyer. Let's say it's a paper signed between two parties. I mean, you could say that if you've taken a lawyer, then your lawyer would have been. Excuse me. The lawyer would have been legally bound to advise you as to ramifications of all the clauses which you're signing, in which case you would have had an extra degree of explanation given to you about that smart that you're signing, therefore there should be more intent. Or you could say, he explained it to me, and I said, yes, I know, because I think it's relevant, it's not going to happen. Because I know it's Beyonce, I know I'm going to complete. I think, it's, I think most of us would agree. I'm, I'm, I'm purely speculating now. I think most of us would agree that there's a very high percentage of people who put down a deposit on a property acquisition because they have no hovermen that they won't complete. I say very high. Not all. There are plenty of property boys who know that they're taking a risk, they're prepared to take that risk, and they're prepared to lose the deposit if need be, but they're hoping that, that, that everything's going to fall into place. But they know, they know exactly what they're doing, either because they've lost their deposits before, and that's a very sure way of making sure a person realizes what he's signing, or because they're, 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 they're dealing with property and they're realistic and whatever. But the average person who goes to buy a house and puts down a deposit, is like a deposit in, in London, in Golders Green, is going to be very unlikely shy of £100,000. Right? A person puts down £100,000 to purchase a property, the average person, let's say they're not wheeling and dealing in property, they're buying a house, has no hovermen that can throw away the hundred thousand pounds. Uh, would anyone disagree with that statement? However, we have said that, that might be different because we're handing over the money. What we haven't said is once we're handing over the money to a third party, it's held by a lawyer on escrow. Is that good enough? Because ultimately that lawyer's got a legal obligation to pass on that deposit to the, to the vendor. So you know you're not getting that money back if you walk away. I'm just, I'm just throwing it out there to show you that, that whilst at first the whole concept of Asmachta being oh, a person doesn't mean it might sound very uh, come on, of course people mean it, of course you will know uh, I'm showing you that even when a person signs a legally binding contract and deposits by the third party where we say there's no Asmachta in their mind most people don't think that's going to happen they don't think that's an option
So that means that say they're, 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 they're sure they're going to get the finance, etc., etc. And then all of a sudden things can go wrong. Uh, is that beyond? Is that not beyond? Is that half beyond when it depends on the bank? Akaponim, let's have a look in, 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 in its pause in the middle of this shuva because the rest of the shuva is going to speak about Goyal, Goyalis, and other things like that which we're not going into now. Let's go to page one, which is the Shuvah Cheshmisha Simon Shin Ein. There are some things which Chazal asked Bishum Gezel, meaning it's only Gezel Jabonu. Someone who, who carries out these things which Chazal have forbidden is, is over on Gezel Jabonu. So these are them. Mafricha Yonim, pigeon racing, Mesachit Bukufya, playing with dice. There's one Mafricha Yonim Kate Tad. Person shouldn't raise pigeons inside the, uh, the town where other other Eden are, because he's going to be taking money shalikidin. Why? So the Mechaba the, the is not so clear whether he's learning this halacha because of different uh, shenanigans that go on in the actual uh, racing or, or, or whether this is some arreg v'asmachta. Okay, let, let's, let's not get into that for a moment. Look at the base. Ha-masachim m'kubi ketzat. Eilush m'sachim ba'etzim ba'etzoris, ba'etzomis. It's people who play around with whether it's uh, with woods or, or stones or bones or isim t'sanai b'nem. They make a condition whoever wins this game he's going to take so and so much make a condition so whoever's horse wins whoever's bird wins whoever is going to take the money now, by the way, there could be a distinction between the two. In the case of dice, we've said it's pure chance, pure luck. In the case of my animal running against your animal, I've trained my animal, I think I've got a winner here, theory, in, in, in theory. It could be that there's more das involved there than otherwise. But at the moment, the Mechaba is following the Shitta of the Rambam, which is that we pass in the Gemara, and the Sakhim could be the problem, because that's Machta. Okay. Says says Steve Gimel. It's not a correct way to behave. According to this Mahalach, it's not possible unless you've got no other business and you spend your whole uh, panosa doing this business. Avo says im yesh um afinu if you do this with a goy, if you do this with yid, ain't a possible. You're not possible. Whose shit is that? That's the shit in the Gemara. That's passing in the Gemara. Like uh, Shimon, that the whole problem of the Gemara is not a problem of Geneva. Why is not a problem of Geneva? Why is not a problem of Smachta? 
because it's not biyotay bichlal. It's not biyotay, and therefore that's not the problem at all. The problem is only if you make your whole panosif from there. Ein kamon, ein leel. So you see, for Israel, who kvar poshat haminig kisra achoinim, and the minig is already well established, like the second approach. List the kuvya that people are allowed to do the odd pun here and there. The aim psul elamisha ein lo umnas elohu, and it's only possible for persons who have no other umnas except for this. In sochak imoy b'amono. Now, just by the way, Ha'ara Ba'alma on Ramah, we've come across over the years many different scenarios where we come across a halacha which is a chiddush. Right? We come across a halacha which is a chiddush, and sometimes the public is unaware of that chiddush. And sometimes the public does something which the halacha says to actually offer but the public don't realize so the obvious example obvious example would be uh, many scenarios you have the rivers there are many scenarios of rivers and the public don't know you have a, a simple example you have a rental contract and you have a late rental uh, interest fee right that goes up every day every month whatever it is and that's often we discussed it even though the Edson late rent is is is, is Strabonum it's still also to have multiple penalties and that's also average standard contracts will have that in right would you have a government to say that if there was a one shit that says the problem one that's not a problem it's going to say that, that it's not a problem the fact that many people do it doesn't necessarily mean that we've passed the minig like one shitter it could just be the Zamaratos people don't know it's a problem you're saying it's, a, it's an unusual notion of Ramah when you're dealing with Issa right, we're dealing with Issa here is it get a, a job on or not get a job on if you're also from Vasmachta that means the person hasn't got intent now if everyone does Vasmachtas would you turn around and say it's not a problem you, you could say it's not a problem because since everybody does it now people know it's genuine and people uh, have in mind it, it doesn't sound like that's what the Ramah is saying it doesn't sound like the Ramah is saying Chicken, uh, it's a chicken egg situation. <laughs> Sorry? No, that's the Machaba. Machaba's first shitter holds their own Machama to Pom Machmach. Yeah, the Ramah's not talking about the Hashop. No, 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 no. No, he says clearly, if it's not your Umnus, so then if you don't have Rav Shimon in the Gemara, there's two Mahak in the Gemara. Yeah, he's going to have Rav Shimon here. He's going to have Rav Shimon. But then he says, that's two shitters. And he says, the Minig has been spashed like this second Machaba. Remember, Mechaba in Sif base passing like brought the opinion of uh, Ram Rachum. Yeah, but he's talking about the second shit in Mechaba in Gimel. Correct. Matan, but how's he passing? He's not just saying the halach is like Gimel. He's saying Kra Posha Haminik. In the second part of Gimel, as long as you've got another umnus, it's not a problem. Really. Which means you're passing like Gimel. Gimel holds as long as you've got another umnus. That's the Gemara. There's the Gemara, right? Ram Rachum or Ram Shimon. And the second part of Gimel. Yeah, I'm saying there are only two Malkim in the Gemara. Right, so either you hold that the problem the Masakhukovia is a problem when it's your sole omnus, or you hold the problem Masmachta, which means across the board it's always a problem. Right? So I'm just saying interesting ha'ara that from the Ramal to turn around and say Kraposha uh, Haminig, like the Tzad, therefore the Tzutta, the world's makel. The world's makel like the second opinion. Okay. So ha'ara, I'm not saying it's a cash, I'm just ha'ara. It's not so usual in my uh, experience to have something like this where we're saying the is no like the second approach, right? I, I'll give you another example. 
if you want, where we don't see this, right? The, the Shulchan Aruch brings it down, we've learned this before extensively over the years, multiple times. The Machalek is two shitters in the Machaba, um, whether Mate Akum is Mutta Asa. Right? Baruch Hashem, we don't have a Ramah, who turns around and says, Raposh Ahmenig, whatever, right? Yeah. Uh, so, you know what I mean? <laughs> and forget, even if it is Posh Aminik, we'll still go up and say, no, we don't pass him like that. I Posh Aminik, I'm Posh Aminik, I'm Ratsim. No, people don't realize, or they don't want to realize, they're looking for excuses, whatever it would be. So, so here, I'm just saying, it's, it's interesting to turn around on a, a potential ear to say, Posh Aminik, it's not such a rockle thing here. I, I, I'm not saying it's a cash, fine. Moving on. What do we do with this concept of so 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 again? But just by the way, Svadim, uh, who follow the Mahalach of the Machava, have got a a Stamshitter and then a Yeshmish Omer. Right now, normally when you have a Stam and a Yesh Omer, and I think the same as Yeshmish Omer, Halach is like the Stam. Normally, the Machava brings the Ikya opinion first, and then he brings the others who want to say a different shot. And his Ikea uh, policy is like the first, which, by the way, is not a major surprise, because Seed Base, which is the first opinion, is the opinion of the Rambam. And the Machaba will normally follow the opinion of the Rambam. Right? That's how Rambam passes. But, but uh, nevertheless, having said that, the, the, the Rambam is turning around and saying, the Menech is not like that. So it could be, is how far-reaching our smachters are, could depend if you follow Malach of the Rambam if a person is Ashkenazi or Sadi could affect how much they have to be machwe on, on uh, Asmachta again we're not learning the main similar Asmachta at which is exact that, that's going to be uh, a different story let's just quickly uh, have a glance turn over the page now we'll look at C, uh, number 2 is the Aruch HaShulchan now this is the Aruch HaShulchan the Simi Reish Aleph Sumerish Aleph is a sugya which you should be very familiar with. It's a sugya of Situmta. Sugya of Situmta where we discuss where you can have the market type of transaction or kinning which, which works in certain scenarios. But we've also got questions of just to tell you other problems which come up with stories which Arach HaShulchan is about to deal with. We've got a problem which we've just been talking about now of Situmta. We've got another problem of Dovash Leibalolam. Right? What happens on the kinning of Dovash Leibalolam? We discussed this before, a person commits to futures, a person commits to buying something on paper where he's not acquiring the land. Right? Now, if you saw, you often have people buy things on paper. Right? Buy things on paper means it hasn't yet been built, a person is purchasing uh, the rights to a, a part which is going to be built. Now, normally, the way they do it is that when you make the first payment, you're buying part of the freehold or part of the leasehold, whatever it would be, and then at each stage, as they build and build and build, you're paying a bit more and being cleaned a bit more. But it doesn't necessarily have to be like that. Right? You could, in theory, buy on paper something which, which not, nothing's there at all at the moment, whatever. And, and, and shares are buying something on paper, have a halaki share before we get to potential river shares which can uh, come up as well. There's a practical share, the Thomas Labour I'm buying something that doesn't exist. Right? Um, we've discussed before options. No, that's different. That's different. That's a, a shivered on the person. Now, if I do work, this is what you're going to pay me for the work I'm going to do. And now when I begin the work, you're high of money 
you can always, again, I think the other place we, we, we says on, on Dawa Shleba Le'olam is there's a fundamental difference between being the sky of Dawa Shleba Le'olam and making Kenyan Dawa Shleba Le'olam. Every one of us on the Akhupa was Mishai of Dawa Shleba Le'olam. Well, for least to me it was Le'olam Le'olam. I didn't have that kind of money in my bank account at the time. So that, that I'm going to have to pay Mishai for the whole marriage, um, you know, uh, so, so every Chosn normally, normal circumstances, is standing on the Akhupa is being Mishai of Dawa Shleba Le'olam. No problem. He can be misguided. How, what, where? I in Tosus beginning of Afalpi. But but a person can be misguided of Dovah Shlomoelam. A Kenyan on Dovah Shlomoelam, you can't. You can't be machnei to machnei to one. Can you? Or the machnei Dovah Shlomoelam, or you can't machnei Dovah Shlomoelam. You can't machnei. We pass and you can't machnei Dovah Shlomoelam. I can't say thirty times I don't need a half. That is Zekel Lepeus. You can make a Kenyan in my tree for next year's crop. You but can't be Kenyan next year's crop. Without yeah, can, can, I, can I make a commitment on you to sell next year's crop? That, that, that will be a Kenyan, Kenyan dwarm. No. You can make a Kenyan commitment on me that... I can be Mishab myself money. But, but, but to Mishab myself, I'm going to do something. Is a Kenyan etting. It's a Kenyan dwarm. You're being Kenyan action. Not Kenyan action. I can I can commit myself to do work for you for which I'm going to get paid, and if I don't do that work, so then I don't get paid. And if I cause you losses, maybe there's separate discussions. And the actual kin to sell you something can potentially be a problem with kin ethics. Again, I'm 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 speaking very simply and very generically. Can be sold on flats which are not problem. Which not yet being built. Ah, yeah, can be a problem. Yes. You're buying a right again. If the land is there, maybe you could be creating some kind of schus in the land, right? Normally, a leasehold will not give you the right to the land because no, a right that when something is on this land, I have a right to stay on this land, so to speak. Yeah, in the past, you're not actually being coined any part of the land. You're, you're right, you're, well, we'll put it this way. That's an interesting shine. We're going slightly off, off the point for a moment, but but just to throw you out a shine, we had. I don't remember many, many years ago. Can you be trainer or own just airspace? Only airspace. Only airspace. Explain to me how you'll be trainer only airspace. You don't have rights to. It's mine. Huh? It's mine. I own airspace. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Oh, only air. air. I own this Daladamus of air. If a, if a, if a what's called jumbo jet wants to fly through my airspace, in theory, in halacha, uh, whatever, he'd have to ask permission. This is mine. I own it. Just this space. This is all shlomo loylo. Not all shlomo. Don't shame me, mamish. Not yet. And the Sivas says, I think it's in the Sivas. Says if I, you're nearly there. You just gave up too easy. If I own a house, then I own a certain amount of airspace. Shai is how much yeah. legally, whatever, whatever. 
if I then sell you the house but keep the airspace now this happens by the way this happens I'll tell you when it happens that no she doesn't own it she doesn't own it there's a halacha that a person can do kinyonim in their daladams you don't own it for example if someone else is also within that daladam someone else's wife and he tells her she can be kinyonim right you don't own it the airspace wherever you walk it wouldn't be possible you keep when you walk into my airspace then you right there's certain kinyonim a person's got within the daladams but here imagine I'll tell you what happens if I own both of these properties right buildings with airspace and I let, let's say that, that the building is in the front well my front is your back in the front and then the back is a, is a garden forget zoning forget whatever let's say both have the right to extend out etc etc and I now sell you this property but I keep now I, if I own these properties I own the airspace as well because that comes with the property yeah. I sell you this property I keep this property and I keep this airspace over here for myself in the sale deed it says I'm keeping this airspace why am I keeping this airspace because I might want to build out my building over there right but at the moment they're, they're two separate properties and I'm selling this whole thing I'm keeping for myself that space and there's a shiler not the garden not the garden the, no the garden up to 10 feet high is yours I'm keeping from 10 feet high to 30 feet high that, that, that airspace I'm keeping for myself I own it already when I sell it so in other words it's a technical problem in doing a kinyon on the airspace if you do let's say that, that legally you would own airspace up to 50 feet lumbers of and Halacha discusses other Okia. But here in England it could be different because legally when you own a property you might only own the airspace up to a certain height. Up to a certain height you do own it. You might not be allowed to, to, to what's it called in it, to build in it for zoning reasons. But you do own the airspace. For example, someone else can't put their uh, things through your airspace, can't pass through your airspace without wishes. If I own a property over here, and I own a property over here, and you're, you're over here, I can't start putting things through your airspace over here. This is your airspace. Up to a certain height. Yeah, but it's not the same comparison anyhow, because in the example you just gave, you, uh, you started off by owning the property with the airspace. If you, you're asking a question of only the airspace. I said, how can a person own yeah. only airspace? It's a riddle. Okay. No. And the answer is, you can't buy it. No. You can't do a Kenyan on only airspace, because only airspace is Dovash and Shane by Mamish. But if you already uh, own it you together with Dovash Yeshwe Mamish, yeah, you can withhold that for yourself. Well, I've got the right to build in that space. Once I've built in that space, now how will I build in there? I'd have to come up from somewhere else, right? Once I'm built in there, I can sell it. Or maybe if I'm selling this property, I can sell this property with the right to build into here together. Building rights. Airspace legally is, is a concept that exists, mm-hmm. right? The right of I don't know what there's a it's just called airspace or something. I'm not sure. Every country has that. No, no, I'm not talking. Right. I'm not talking national airspace. I'm talking about uh, where a person can have the right. I'm talking about below a certain yeah, height, yeah. right? A right to pass through, right to right a passage, etc., etc. Upon him, so so the shining of Hashukah, which you got. What what time is my Twenty. Twenty. Very good. Okay. Let's just quickly look at our Hashukah. Yes, 
Now those who say that the, the Kenyan, the transaction which is done by the, the, the merchants, etc., in the market, only work through those things which a Kenyan would work up his interior. There's something which halakhically, if you do the correct halakhically Kenyan, it wouldn't work. Kigoin, olam, example something which doesn't yet exist, mamish, or it's not tangible, you don't have it right now, then it doesn't help doing a Kenyan situmta, a legal Kenyan, it doesn't work, you can't be Kenyan, you can't be Kenyan. Yes, Cholkin was there, and those who argue this, the Minuk Kavuahu, Mahani Bechol Mashinagu. If there's a proper established Minuk, then it works with, 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 with wherever the Minuk works. I don't know what that We find that people can purchase certain things which are not yet in your ownership at the time. Yes, and Rom including those things, the things which don't exist. Klau. Our calls are minig poshut to moil bohem akinian star, and it's established the minig poshut that avadi works on such a thing. We show him nechluk and gamkin b'zeh the rosh b'tshuvas the maram seif hagos motzeh b'shabbos kosu the moil ma'ari mefatik b'davol ma'arash bosh hevi amati mishnah peizayim mechirim mashu gamkin the moil b'chol inyan kivin the minikin since that stuck the established minig avadin gomu. Then, and, and, and that's properly established that it works says so, not only does it work it's shaykh to be a person if that's the minig and for sure if the minig is because legally that's the correct uh, thing the pshit is the moral the chol inyan the din machus in every scenario, because that would have to be din uh, machusa. Now, just by the way, uh, if you remember when we learned din machusa dinner ten years ago in his introduction, uh, in his introduction uh, points out the fact that, of course, all these halachas which we're saying don't apply here in Germany where the malchus is such a chosh of malchus, etc., etc., and um, the fact that he was partly funded and never didn't affect at all the sense is there but, but it, it's quite uh, accepted that Al Hashukhan was careful of the sense so uh, whenever you see Allah you have to question I haven't had a chance to actually check the other that he's quoting you have to question whether he means it or whether he's saying purely for the, 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 uh, yeah, for censorship reasons because let me explain to you why, why, why I'm saying that normally on any transaction between two Jewish parties, the din is completely irrelevant. It's not relevant to Medina. Well, what do they care? If we say this is a good Kenyan, not good Kenyan, it's nothing to do with them. It's a private agreement between two Yidin. The Moshal, the Rajval, the famous Rajval, which I've quoted many times, turns around and says in Hilchus Yerusha. Hilchus Yerusha, according to the law of the land, a daughter inherits like a, like a, like a son. Din the Dinner says she doesn't. Sorry, uh, uh, sorry, the Halacha says she doesn't. So are you going to say, oh, Din the Dinner, daughters inherit? Says the Rashi, when he came, but Talfa called the Nitzir, then he didn't need to come to Cheshmish Rashi for for thirteen years. He could have just come to a law, law, uh, you know, law school. So, so why here, if that works, because the dinner machus dinner, therefore it works, or does he mean if that works legally, that therefore then makes it a kinyan? Now we have to see. Okay, so we continue. Yeah.